Salutations to all the nations. Welcome to a suave experience with your boy DD here. And today we have a very special day because it's a collaboration. And I did promise you guys with the duration of the summer that I will have a collaboration. And we will talk about certain things that I would like to talk about as long as my guests would like to speak again. And today our special guest, he's been on the show before. Back when I had the old name, but now we have a new name. We always have to change. Here's my boy Anish. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, big shout out to uh, to Darius uh, for bringing me back again. Um, honored to be on the show as always. Uh, so hopefully uh, today, you know, speak about some uh, some basketball trades as the NBA season wrapped up. About um, I think it was actually a month ago. Like yeah. Yesterday. Um, so as that wrapped up, and then uh, free agency just kind of took a wild uh, turn. For the negative, if you're from Toronto, but if you're from other uh, parts of uh, of the country in uh, in the states, uh, it might have taken a better turn for you, which we will uh, which we'll go over that. So um, yeah, it should be uh, should be a lot of fun, and uh, we got a lot to talk about. Exactly, we have a whole lot of stuff that is packed for you. So I'm not gonna do the word of the day. I'm not gonna do the question of the day and all that stuff because we have a lot of ground to cover in, in a small amount of time. So starting off. With free agency this year, 2019, one big move that was made this year, I like to think it is first one. I'm gonna say is I guess the first, the first big one. The first big one. The first big one. The first, the big, first big, one. big one is gonna be the Lakers. Yeah. And they acquired Anthony Davis. Okay, the Brow. Now, Nish, what is your thoughts on the Lakers acquiring him? Um, I think it's, it's, it's a good move, uh, you know, especially, you know, LeBron signing with them last year and the expectation was there for, for them to make the playoffs, which they didn't, obviously it was clear that, you know, LeBron needed another, uh, big name on the team on the superstar to, to help him out. So I think it's, uh, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good matchup, you know, both, both, uh, LeBron and, and AD, they're both two physical, physical guys. Yeah. Uh, but they're all around players too. You know, they both have jump shots. They can both knock down threes when they need to, and they can both they can definitely drive when they have to. And I just say that AD is probably better on the defensive side than LeBron is, because LeBron doesn't really need to focus on his defense anymore because he has to score now. Yeah, I feel like, and especially since uh, there was a report last week that um, they're actually gonna try and run Braun at point guard okay. next season. So especially if he's playing point guard. You definitely want to have, and plus AD. I think AD is just taller. I think yeah. AD actually is taller LeBron. than LeBron. Yeah, yeah so six, six, eleven. Yeah, so uh, I I like that. I like that move. Um, you know, especially with what was going on in New Orleans and having you know Zion and AD on the same team. Obviously, I mean, you kind of have to respect AD's decision. Exactly. Like you know, he was with the team, got drafted straight from Duke, and the team never really went anywhere. They never really went out. Attracted any big free agents? No, but they got rid of Josh Hart as well as my boy Lonzo Ball. But they still have Kyle Kuzma. They got Jared Dudley. Yeah. <laughs> but he can still play. And I think their starting lineup will consist of LeBron at the one. Danny Green, I believe, is the two. Kyle Kuzma at the three. Uh, Boogie at the four, four yeah. they got Boogie Cousins recently. 
And then they have Rondo coming off the bench. And I believe the last position for the five would either be AD. AD yeah. So Boogie and AD played on the Pelicans a few years ago. So <clears throat> they have chemistry of it. Exactly. I think it'll be good. I like that move uh, by Danny Green, though, especially like what he did with the Raptors. He's yeah. uh, Even though he's not consistent, yeah, he's not. if he's feeling it, he can he can put up some some decent numbers. So especially you know since LeBron and AD, obviously LeBron's gonna go off in the playoffs yeah. every game. LeBron's dropping you know 30, 35, 35 a game. Yeah. So uh, when you need some big time minutes off the bench or even from a from a starter that's not LeBron or AD, I think uh, uh, Danny Green will be able to give you that. So I, I actually really like that move by him. Yeah, it's like a good it. it's a good move for his career too as well. And even for the Pelicans out in the Big Easy down in Louisiana. Uh, they still look pretty good. They're young. They have a lot to build up with Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and I think... And now uh, Zion, yeah. Now Zion, and I believe they have somebody else. No, Drew Holiday. Yeah. So they have some guys to build up a team, but they're not going to do much damage this year, but as time progresses. Yeah, I think definitely if they'll be able to... I mean, they definitely... They're not going to get a top 10. I don't think they'll get a lottery pick this year. Like, I think they're going to finish outside the top 10 for sure. Yeah. So, um, it just all depends, like, on how on how good Zion really is. Yeah. So like, his his regular collegiate season was pretty good. Yeah. In March Madness, so it was kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you never know. So, you just kind of have to give him time. See how, see how he give goes. Give him time. I think yeah. he might not be the best in his class right out the gate. Maybe. Yeah, I think RJ's, RJ yeah. will be better. R- R- RJ will be better. Because, you know, at the same time, like, Zion doesn't really have a good shot. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, he can knock down threes. Like, he, he's shown that he can. But he's just more of a, of a physical guy than, like, your, you know, your RJ, yeah, who, RJ yeah. who can do it all, basically. He so. can play multiple positions. Yeah. Okay, so continuing on with this free agency, we're going to talk about... One that people particularly do not like. Some do, some don't. If you're from you're Toronto, you probably don't. <laughs> if, you're, if you're from Toronto, you don't. Okay, it's Boardman Kawhi Leonard, Mr. Silent, but still hilarious. Mr. New Balance decided that, I think as of last week, yep. he wants to go to the LA Clippers. Not anybody with half a brain cell. Understood that he was not staying in Toronto. Yeah, I think the the people that thought he was gonna stay. I mean, at the at the start of the season, everyone was saying like, okay, yeah, he's not gonna resign unless they make it to the finals. They make it to the finals and they win for the first time ever. So everyone's like, okay, obviously he's gonna stay now. Yeah. But I think at the same time, it's kind of he just wanted he wanted to go home. That that was that. I, it just boiled down to that. It's like he just wanted to go home where he's from and you kind of have to respect that you have to respect it. yeah there's no reason for him to stay necessarily i think in my opinion he would have stayed if and only if he did not win the championship that's my theory but at the same token you guys have to understand that these players most of them are american so when most americans if you really do a census they don't even have like um passports to go out the country exactly a lot these of guys are. do because they're pro sports and they yeah athletes. and they love their country 
They're very patriotic and they're used to home. That's why he stayed in LA. And for them, it, for us as Torontonians and Canadians, we look at it from our perspective that, oh, Canada's not that bad. And it's not to say that the nation's bad, it's just not home for them. So yeah. I think it's just rough that way. Like a good comparison to that, if you guys out there, if you're familiar with hockey at all, just a quick hockey reference, when John Tavares signed with the Leafs last year, you know, New York was going crazy. New York was, they treated him terrible in the couple games that the Leafs played down um, in New York. They were freaking out. They abused him, all that stuff. But Tavares is from Etobicoke. Etobicoke is like 20 minutes north of Toronto. So he came home and you kind of just have to respect that. Kawhi, is going to his own backyard. He's literally, you know, 40-minute drive from San Diego where he grew up, where he went to school. So you kind of just have to accept the fact that, you know, he's going home and um, he's probably going to win another championship there, to be honest. So <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Um, I think it was a good move on his part because if he had gone to the Lakers, even though I'm a LeBron fan, I think you are kind of a LeBron fan. Yeah, I mean, I respect LeBron. Yeah, like, yeah I have total respect for LeBron. Yeah, so, but here's the thing. They wouldn't be good for the league if you went to the Lakers. Man. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, he was able to bring Paul George with him yeah. just makes him that much better. Because if it was just Kawhi and the and the Clippers team that's there right now, I don't think they, they would have made it to the playoffs. Yeah. But I don't think they would have done any, like, you know, damage. serious serious damage or they couldn't actually contend at all. Mm-hmm. But now that you have Paul George on your team, have you have one of the best benches in the team, the best GM, the best coach, yeah. and the richest owner in the NBA, you could really, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever yeah. you want. So they might not win this year, but I give them... Probably the next couple of years. This year. Yeah, if it's not this year, I think it'll be it'll be the season after. Sure. But I think one of the LA teams are gonna win this yeah. year for sure. Because the LA market now is going back up to what it once was when we were children. Exactly. So it's going back up again. So you guys heard it here. Kawhi go on to the Clippers, and he brought PG. Okay, and PG always wanted to go back to LA anyhow. He wanted to go to Lakers, but I guess he didn't want to play Ron Ron. But it's okay. It's all right. He got a perfect situation. The thing with this team is it's going to be mainly defense. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't I don't think – I don't see them putting up, like, you know, big, big numbers. But at the same time, like, you know, defense wins championships. You know what I mean? Especially the team in the West. Whoever comes out of the West is going to win for sure. Like, the East is just – pretty garbage now like yeah there's no real real contention in the east so um you know coming down to like a western conference finals it's you know just whoever can whoever can play defense the best will win the game and we're gonna take it over back to the east okay okay we're looking at the east start i guess with the the big one in the east kemba yeah kemba to the celtics i don't really Kemba, Kemba. kemba to the celtics oh and then um Kyrie and and Katie to the Nets as well. That happened after Kemba, but um, if we start with Kemba first, I mean that's a decent move for Boston. Yeah. You know, you lose Kyrie, you replace him with Kemba. That's not that bad. Knowing that what the East has, if you you know catch catch a team with an injury in the in the playoffs, you could do you could you could make a run. You never know. I think they should do all right. I think they should make it second round. Playoffs. Yeah, second round for sure. 
I think Kemba would be a better fit than Kyrie because Kyrie's not a good leader. Yeah, that's he's fine. Not. Yeah, he's, uh, he's. I think that's what that that's what he was lacking in uh, in Boston. Yeah. Uh, when he was, you know, a lot of people are comparing you know, oh, like Kyrie stats in Boston compared to when Kyrie was with LeBron. Yeah, that's because LeBron was LeBron was a leader. You yeah. know, when you can see in that in that timeouts when you know they were playing Golden State in those finals, yeah. he was basically the coach. Like Ty Lue was basically listening to what LeBron had to say. You know what I mean? And so I think that's why. Um, Kyrie kind of struggled a little bit in Boston. I think that's what Boston needs. They just need some leadership, you know? The leadership can can just revitalize a team just like that. So uh, They still have Brad Stevens as their head coach. So mm-hmm. They should do okay. Their team is fine. I think their team was better without Kyrie that year than they almost beat LeBron. 2018, I believe. Yeah. So I would say that Kemba, I'm excited for him because he gets to actually have pieces around him. Exactly. And he will, we can see what he actually can do. We know what he can do by himself. Well, let's see what he can do with a good team behind him. Yeah. And right. then moving to the Nets. Yeah. I think, well, this season's kind of a write-off because KD is going to be injured. So mm-hmm. it's just basically on Kyrie's shoulder. But once KD comes back, assuming that he's 100%, they will definitely come out of the East. No, zero chance. Zero chance that anyone can stop them. Yeah. But the thing is, do you think KD will come back to his full capacity? To full potential? Yeah, I think he will. Like, I mean, you know, the Achilles is one of the worst injuries that you can get. And he was rushed back into the series against the Raptors in the finals. So I think that kind of messed up his free free agency move. But I think when he comes back, like... You're talking about the best player in the world, right? It's not like you're talking about, like, you know, someone that's, like, you know, top 20, top 30. He's number one when he's fully healthy. So, I think he'll be able to come back and New York's going to – Brooklyn, rather, not the, you know, not the Knicks. But Brooklyn uh, is going (laughs) to – So, they just – The the Knicks went from we're getting a Zion – Kyrie and, and KD, to, we have agreed to mutual terms with Julius Randle. <laughs> so yeah, that's where that's where that happened. But I think yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, when they, when everything's healthy, Brooklyn will be uh, will definitely come out of the East in that in that year. Yeah, uh, KD and Kyrie, it could work. It's just Kyrie just has to dish the ball to KD and let KD do it. Yeah, and not to knock Kyrie, we all, we all saying Kyrie can hoop. It's just when it comes to being a leader. Not gonna see, we're not gonna lie to you and say that Kyrie is the best at that, he's not, and some people aren't good at leading. But when it comes to his skill set and making people better at times, depending on the, who he's playing with, then I would say Kyrie can do his thing for, for that. Yeah, and I think just everyone else on that Brooklyn team right now will, like you said, Kyrie has the ability to make everyone around him better. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. Like, that's what happened with this Raptors team this year, too. They had, they had not that everyone on the Raptors was terrible before, but everyone improved their game because Kawhi Leonard was on the court. You know, who thought that Pascal Siakam would have went from, you know, what he, what he was to what he is now or what Fred Van Vliet was to what he is now. All, I mean, even I mean, Kyle. Yeah, even Kyle. He grew as a player too. So having those two superstars around you, it makes you do better as well. So I think that the the Brooklyn team that they have now can can do some serious damage. Yeah, they can do some serious serious damage. Shout out to D'Angelo Russell for 
changing <laughs> the the Brooklyn Nets because the Brooklyn Nets had a time period. And shout out to actually one of my friends, homies, Jared Allen, who's on that team. Uh they had a window where the Brooklyn Nets weren't good at all, but before that period when DeMar was on the Raptors, they had a good period. Yeah, they had the one season where they, they knocked us off in yeah. the first round. They knocked the Raptors off in the first I round. Like Paul Pearson, yeah. Um, but yeah, D'Lo, I mean, everyone, okay, a lot of people have been sleeping. They said, okay, you know, Golden State lost in six to the Raptors. Yeah. Clay went injured. KD went down. Everyone said, okay, the dynasty is over. Yeah. You got to remember that Golden State just added another all-star to their team. So they're back up at four with D-Lo. D-Lo. Exactly, yeah. So they're back up at four all-stars. Clay is going to come back. You're talking about arguably uh, with Clay and Steph, the best shooters to ever exist in the NBA. Okay. So a lot of people are saying, okay, yeah, you got to just take Golden State out of the mix. Golden State's going to finish arguably either two or three. There's, yeah, there's yeah. The so th- you can't just write off Golden State and say, oh, you know, they're going to get knocked out in the first round. They're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Essentially, they still have the same team. It's just no KD, no Boogie, and no Iguodala. Exactly. And they added D-Lo to their team. D-Lo. And D-Lo was coming off of the uh, most improved Proof season. Yeah. Season. And he was always, in my eyes, he was always good. He just needed that one push. Exactly, yeah. And Brooklyn was that push. So we can see what he can do. Do you think he's going to play the one or the two? Um, I don't know. I think you kind of just have to to with that Golden State team. It's kind of tough yeah. to 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 tell you know like who's playing what position because yeah. like even like when Cousins was on the team last year, yeah, he was a center, but he never grabbed the rebounds. Yeah. You know, you kind of just leave the rebounding to to Draymond and let him do his thing. So and then you have you know you're basically running it with two point guards with Steph and Clay up at the top. Yeah, because sometimes you know Steph would evolve into that that two position yeah. and clay would run guard at the top yeah. and kind of just just literally just pass and shoot. Yeah. So with that that when you have people that don't dribble and just shoot, it's kind of hard to play positions. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I would say that you could put since clay's out right now, you can put D'Lo at the one, put Curry at the two. Yeah, I think putting you need to get you, know, you need to still have that ability to to just pass and shoot. Like when you have that threat established of someone that literally doesn't have to take any bounce whatsoever that can just catch and shoot, mm-hmm. that puts teams on on the ropes because they know that you know they have to guard you at all times. Yeah. So putting Steph in the in that shooting guard position will uh will just reestablish that threat. And which I think will be the best for that team going forward. Yeah, you have to and I think D'Lo should be a, a decent fit, like you said. It's just a matter of putting the pieces together because sometimes things go well on paper but might not actually translate over, right? Yeah, like a prime example of that was like Westbrook and and, and Chris Paul. I'm mean, not Chris Paul, sorry. Um, Paul George. Whenever when he went to to OKC, everyone was saying, "All right, well that's a wrap." You know, yeah. you got you got Mr. Triple Double and you have Paul George on the same team. Yeah. They're gonna win, and the furthest they made it was the first. The they didn't even make it out of the first round. Mm-hmm. You know, this year you had. A, Russ, who averaged a triple-double for the third straight season, yeah. and you had Paul George, who was on the MVP ballot, oh, yeah. and you lost to a game-winning buzzer, be- buzzer beater by, by Dame Lillard in Game 6. So, 
Yeah. So that's a, that's a prime example where like, it doesn't work on paper. Well, it, it doesn't work in real life, but it, it works on paper. It works so. on paper, it doesn't work in real life. Yeah. So, essentially speaking of which, Mr. Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. <laughs> this was the biggest shock last week I've ever seen in my entire life of free agency. A man who has always been dedicated to the OKC Thunder, Oklahoma City Thunder. Mr. Westbrook himself. Got treated to where niche? The Houston Rockets with my guy, James Harden. The fear, fear the beard. Fear the beard. Like that, the beard. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, I think, again, with that, you kind of have to wait to see how it's going to look yeah. before you can start jumping to, to conclusions yeah. of are they going to be a, a contender? Uh-huh. You kind of just have to wait to see how they play because it look, definitely – it looks – lit on paper like why wouldn't you want to have Westbrook and Harden on the same team because they were on the same team for a brief period of time and they went to the finals yeah but is that gonna work in today's game and knowing that Harden wants to drop 50 points a game (laughs) and Westbrook only passes because he wants to get the triple double you don't really know you know what I mean because once because you can see it once Westbrook hits 10 10 assists he kind of just turns off he's like okay i'm just gonna shoot now yeah because i already got my 10 assists i'm averaging my triple double it's kind of like he's playing more for the numbers i think than he's playing for the game which is bad but also good at the same time good at the same time good for your pay probably not good to win to win exactly and i'd say that brody and the beard it could be it's one of those things that actually might not be a good thing on paper, but it could work out because they might change their play style because everybody's saying these things. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, it'll be a big test for Mike D'Antoni too because, like, yeah. I don't think he's fit enough to to, to, to coach that team, especially when, you know, um, it wasn't uh, this season, but the season prior when uh, they went to seven against Golden State and they choked, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you were up in uh in game six, you could have closed it out. You're on home soil, you could have closed it out, and they didn't. Went to game seven and lost. You know, they were basically they were on a cusp of, of a championship because mm-hmm. Golden State went on to play uh Cleveland in the finals and they swept them. So yeah. I wouldn't have any doubt that uh Houston would have won in in five or six max. I guess LeBron. Exactly, yeah. So I don't know if, if he's fit enough to, to coach, yeah. to coach, especially those two players with those two different personalities. Yeah. Now, there are friends which can help. Exactly, yeah. They have chemistry before, but back then, Harding was coming off the bench. Russell's already starting. So, but they do have a bit of chemistry that you can see at All-Star games and whatnot. Yeah. I think it would have to be that Westbrook brings up the ball and then you can kick it out to the different assets they have because they have Clint Capella. Yeah, Clint Capella. That's, I mean, their, their starting lineup looks looks pretty decent. Yeah, because it would be yeah. Westbrook, Capella. Uh, PJ Tucker, Tucker, yeah. And Eric Gordon. And Eric Gordon, yeah. So I think it could, it, could, it could work, it could especially work. it being – I mean, them being in the West doesn't help because yeah. now you literally have – Four four teams now with Golden State, both the the LA teams, and now Houston that are serious serious contenders, and even throw Portland in there too because you never know. Portland had a really good season this year, 
So throw Portland in there. So that's five teams that like literally have a shot at winning. It's not like usually in the, in, in the playoffs, like you're talking like top two on both sides of the, of the, of the league. And everyone else doesn't really have a shot at winning. Yeah. Now you have five teams that are all in the same conference that literally all have a shot at winning the championship. So yeah. that playoff side of it's going to be a lot better than the East for sure. Yeah, the, the West is going to be heavy. Uh, if you're talking about draft picks as well, you've got to look at guys on the West side of it. So you have Zion's in the West. You have yep. Bowl Bowl for the mm-hmm. Nuggets. He's on the West. Taco Fall, Taco Fall is on the East. Yeah, I'm RJ's in the East as well. RJ's in the East, and I forgot Cam Reddish. Reddish, he should be in the West. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Cam should be in the West. We're talking about draft picks. Draft picks, Cam should be in the West. Um, Yeah, he's playing for Atlanta. Actually, no, yeah, so he's in the East. He's in the East. Okay, yeah. so, eh. Won't make it. Don't make that much of a difference. Yeah. <laughs> it won't make much of a but, difference. But I mean, out of the East this year, I got the 76ers okay, coming out. Why did you say that? Um, they got better from where they were last year with adding Al Horford to the mix. They have deep playoff experience now, and just the other teams that are in the East, I don't think they have the the ability to beat them. Yeah, I think the the conference finals will probably be um, Milwaukee and and Philadelphia. You got to remember that Philadelphia took the Raptors to seven games. Yeah, they lost in seven games on a buzzer beater, mm-hmm. and they got five times better than they are now by adding Al Horford, an experienced player with yeah. who who who's still decent. And so when you know you lose in seven games and you get better, you kind of just have to assume that that was the extra push that they needed against the Raptors that they just didn't have. It's just the thing now is that if you look in the West, no, no, sorry. If you look in the East, they 76ers, they still have Tobias, which is good, but they got rid of Jimmy, sent him over to Miami. Miami, yeah. And now Chris Paul might join him in Miami. In Miami, yeah. That's a, I mean, I, even if Chris Paul joins him, I don't think that's going to be – that much of a threat i think yeah because i mean jimmy butler's good but like he ain't it's not that compared to like the the guys you have in the west that are teaming up when you see like come like not that jimmy butler's not a bad player like he'd be he's an asset at least once yeah but i would say he's a threat yeah he makes their team better yeah he'll make the team better but when you compare like if you take like jimmy butler and CB3 as a pairing, and then take that pairing and compare it to the pairs that are in the West, yeah. there's no comparison. Like, you got Jimmy Butler and CP3, and now you got Harden and Westbrook. You have AD and LeBron. You have Kawhi and Paul George. You have Steph, Clay, Draymond, and D'Lo. You have um, so, Dame and... CJ. And CJ on the same team, right? Yeah. So when you when you take that pairing and compare it to other uh, other big twos or big threes on other teams, like they're pretty much last in in terms of a big two. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but I'd still say that they would be more of a threat to 76 Sixers, though. Yeah. In that sense, but I don't know who their center is because they did get rid of Hassan and sent him to Portland. So now, yeah. Portland has Hassan, 
CJ and Dame. Well, that's a decent. I mean, but them being in the West, it just makes it that much harder, right? It's still hard. The yeah. West is going to be hard to get out of, yeah. but it'll still make it entertaining for us because the Nuggets are still good with Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray, sorry, from Canada. Yeah. And I believe the Joker, so mm-hmm. Okage. Yeah. So that's good. And we forgot about Dallas getting Przingis. Well, yeah, Luca. Yeah, that well, that was all. That was like I guess that was midseason, but yeah. but then um, uh, Porzingis was uh, was it injured? But I think that's a decent that's a decent team for uh, for for Dallas, especially you know with Mark Cuban not having to to dip into his pocket to acquire him, but then you know yeah. re-sign him on free agency. Um, I think it's it's a it's a decent it's a decent future for Dallas, decent, um, decent, decent. and. Um, yeah, and like Mark Cuban's the type of guy to to spend money as well. You know, yeah. he's not he's not the type of owner to not dip into his pocket when he has to. So, yeah. um, give give it some time. Wait until because once I think uh, in twenty twenty one, literally all the people that we have talked about have will become free agents. Mm-hmm. So in twenty twenty one, free agency will be Anthony Davis, LeBron, Kawhi, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, KD, Kyrie, and Kemba. So when you have those all of those players in free agency in 2020, you look at a team like uh, like Dallas who can attract big name players. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you kind of just gotta wait until then. Wait until then, see who you can pick up in free agency, and then make a run. So I think I think I, I have faith in Mark in Mark Cuban and, yeah. and in that Dallas team if they ever want to make it make it back again. And we'll see, and we'll continue this conversation. And we will do it to our best capability, giving you guys as much information as possible here on the Swap Experience with DD, featuring a niche on this episode. So stay tuned. Okay, guys, we are back and we're still talking about basketball, free agents, agency, sorry, and as well as some draft picks. So we're going to talk about NBA draft that happened recently. I believe it was two weeks ago. And... It's interesting. I guess most people who follow the sport of basketball understood what was going to happen. If you're a Knicks fan, you should be kind of happy still because you have RJ. But you wanted Zion, but I think you guys actually got a better pick long term, in my opinion. But hey, that's just me. So, Anish, what do you think about the first pick of the NBA draft? Well, I think that was going to happen regardless who who had the first pick with the with the season that Zion had. I mean, at the start of the season, though, at the start of the collegiate season, no one really thought that Zion was going to go first, though. You know, I, at one point in time, everyone was saying that R.J. Barrett was the best player in the country. Yeah. And then Zion kind of just exploded. Um, I was not impressed with his uh, um, March Madness performance, oh, okay. however. Um, I think that Duke should, uh, you know, national championship game at, at least. And the fact that they lost to a, to a Michigan State team that is really good, but doesn't have literally no one on that Michigan State team declared for the draft. So the fact that they're all coming back next year and the the highest level that they were at were sophomores, not even seniors. They and you lose to them in in the elite eight is kind of it's kind of a disappointment. But I think yeah, whoever had the first, whoever had the first pick, they were picking Zion regardless. So it's just it's just a matter of can we wait and see if he can live up to the hype, which is gonna be a big uh, a big 
it factor because you know you have every media outlet basically covering him 24 7. um it's going to be tough for him to there's going to be nights when he doesn't play well and he's going to get ripped on for that but i think he kind of brought that upon himself yeah it happens when you're the number one guy i think it was the same thing for if you switch up to the football side of it when it came to Saquon. I know he didn't go number one. Yeah, but he still had like uh like all the outlets on him. Yeah, and would. yeah, it'll be this year too for Kyler Murray. Like Kyler yeah. Murray going to uh, Arizona, all eyes are are on him, right? So yeah. it's it's uh there's gonna be games when they struggle, and you know since they drew drawn all of that media attention in. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be um it's gonna be interesting to see because people are comparing people are saying that Zion is the best draft pick since or Zion has created as much hype as uh LeBron did when he was drafted and no one in between them created that much hype. Much so the fact that you're comparing him to LeBron a LeBron stature is gonna be it's uh you got a lot to live up to. You yeah. got a lot to do. So. Yeah. And with the second pick going to the Grizzlies, John Morant. Morant. Now this one was kind of if you're if you don't really follow basketball, you might not know who he is. But he actually plays for a smaller school, Murray State. Murray yeah. State, and he's actually a pretty good player. He's played his point guard, six three, hundred and seventy five pounds, and I would say that I haven't really fully seen his. Tape, but when I saw him in March Madness, yeah, March Madness, he, that was the only team when that was the only reason why Murray actually made it as far as it did. Yeah, like without so. him, they literally would have got knocked up first round. So. First round for sure. Yeah. And then we know RJ representing Canada, small forward, yep. six seven, six seven from Duke, two oh two, DeAndre Hunter, six seven, small forward, two twenty five, Virginia. Now Virginia. The one, the March Madness this year. <laughs> the March Madness final game, people were skeptical about it because they thought it was going to be mostly a defensive game. And yeah. That's why they, they weren't too keen on it. But I'd say that it was pretty entertaining during the latter half. And then we're going to end it with the fifth pick. Darius Garland going on the Cavs. I mean, the Cavs are just in a straight rebuilding phase, yeah, right? So. Straight. Any 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 big name uh, for them will help. Um, will help out. You know, uh, when you're in like that deep of a of a phase, you just want to. You know, their goal for next season is just aim to not get a lottery yeah, pick, yeah, exactly. and then after that is aim to go aim to go fifteenth. Yeah. And then by the time that comes around, you got free agency in 2021 when you literally have every superstar. See if you can attract someone back to the team. You know, who knows? Sign LeBron back. Get LeBron to come back home again. So <laughs> yeah, so you never know what the Cavs. They kind of just play it how it goes and uh, and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, so I do believe that. Uh, I do believe that Darius Garland. I saw him play in high school. He's actually a good player. He has a nice shot, stroke, and then. He also is obviously a good point guard, playmaker, but he can also finish. So he reminds me not necessarily of a Westbrook, but more of a D'Angelo Russell type mm-hmm. player, kind of like a Kyrie. So I do believe that he will do fine on the Cavs. 
like we said, cash rebuilding. Now, speaking of a team that might have to rebuild, they need let the folks know about the Raptors. The Raptors, obviously, you know, losing out on Kawhi Leonard is it's a matter of do you try and, you know, just rebuild or do you, you know, try and contend in the next two seasons. But if I'm the Raptors, it's not like you were left with no, with no one. You know, when LeBron left Cleveland, he literally left them with no one. That's why they finished. Like, they, they literally won 12 games yeah. for the whole season. The Raptors still have really good players. Like, you have Kyle Lowry. You have Pascal Siakam, uh, Van Vliet, Norman Powell, um, Serge Ibaka, Valanciunas, and Ananobia when he comes back from injury. So that's still a decent team. They're still definitely going to make the playoffs. It's not like they're going to finish last in the East. They're just not going to be able to – they don't. They won't have the depth to go the whole way. No. If they do, it shows characters of their ability, yeah. but I don't think they can. And as well as the fact that Kawhi's on. Now, Kawhi, I'm not even a Raptors fan, so I'm not upset about him leaving. But I like him. Based off of his character and what he's has done for the city, making it a, a more positive place. But some of you guys, you guys are out of pocket. You should have just left the man alone because he's not that type of person. He's not. Yeah, like he doesn't LeBron. want that attention. He's not LeBron. He's not um, Westbrook who likes that attention. Mention, yeah. He likes to be left alone. And you guys are following him via helicopter, showing up. <laughs> To the man's um, condo or whatever. It was. Yeah, when they were meeting uh, at the hotel for the uh, for the meeting. Um, you guys don't have work to do. You don't have a job. <laughs> leave the man alone. You guys are following him everywhere. This guy's on vacation with his kids at Niagara Falls. People with his phone in his face. He doesn't like that type of stuff. Yeah, I think I don't think that was any reason why he left. But I think you know people just kind of have to 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 leave him alone. But then I kind of understand why everyone was doing that because. When looking at, like, you know, your top three leagues in North America, Toronto's got no NFL team, obviously. So looking now at baseball and and basketball, apart from, like, you know, Jose Bautista in his prime, the Toronto's never had a superstar, like, like on Kawhi's level in terms of even, I mean, in baseball, they did back in the 90s with Joe Carter and stuff. But, like, in, in the modern game, Oh, modern. Yeah, in the modern in the modern game, apart from you know, apart from David Price, who's trash now, but apart from like David Price and Carnacion and Bautista, we never really had any like you know superstar. Like we didn't have like your Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, Stanton, any of any of those big big name, big time the Showtime players. Thing we have is like in our era, is probably Randy Yeah, so. I kind of understand that, that, you know, the reason why everyone was following him around was because, you know, we actually had a shot at signing him back. But, uh, yeah, at the same time, you kind of just have to leave him alone. Yeah, but the biggest, I would say, that we've had... The biggest superstar? Vince. Vince Carter? Like, who actually re-signed? Like, who's actually with the team for... No, like, for their run. As oh, player. for their run? Yeah. Because Vince Carter, because I guess for me and you, we were kind of young when he was playing, yeah. so we weren't fully aware, but Vince Carter, some people said that he was pretty much Toronto's and Canada's Michael Jordan. Exactly, yeah. And so, yeah. 
I mean, it just uh, it's a matter of fact of if you know when twenty twenty one rolls around, can uh, can they can they attract a free agent? Because clearly in this uh, in this free agent market, they couldn't, and so that shows that you know nobody willingly wants to come and play for Toronto or or, or a Canadian team, and so that's going to be a big it factor because that means if. But the next in the next three seasons, I mean, you kind of have to wait till twenty twenty one when those big guys enter out of their contracts or opt out of their contracts. Yeah. If they can't sign anyone big, that proves that the only way they're going to win another championship is to do it via trades. Yeah. So they're going to have to put guys up on the block yeah. and uh, uh, and acquire another another big uh, another big superstar. So it's just a matter of if that's the route they want to take or do they think that they can attract free agents? Probably not. But, yeah. you know, they have a decent front office. They do. Besides uh, Yeah. So if I was a Raptors, yeah, you kind of just have to accept the fact that you're definitely going to make it to the playoffs. But um, once 2021 rolls around, just see who you can get. And if you can't get anyone, then you just have to put your, put your big guys up on the chopping block. Yeah. And there was a rumor, I don't know if it's true, that they were going to trade Pascal and Lowry. And Lowry for, for Paul George and then re-sign Kawhi. I don't, yeah, I don't know yeah. if, that's, if that's true yeah. or not. If it is true, I have no clue why they didn't. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously, you know, you don't want to trade Kyle. You don't want to trade your your number one, basically the number one asset in in the NBA with the most improved player, someone that's going to be good for the next, you know, four, five, six yeah. seasons. You don't want to give that up. But the fact that you could have, I mean, at the same time, I kind of see the contrary to it. Even if you were to do that, you were only going to get Paul George for your, uh, um, three years or two, two seasons. Mm-hmm. And you were only going to sign Kawhi for two seasons. Mm-hmm. So are you really good? Are you willing to give up that for just a shot in the next two years? That's I think that's if it is true, that's the deciding factor is do you want to give that up for only two seasons or do you want to pass up on that but then have a, a decent player for the next five, six, seven years? I think they would have to just their best bet is just get somebody through the draft. That's yeah. Well Toronto has been doing has been has been doing, yeah. I think just developing their developing their, their core, developing yeah. their draft picks. Is, uh, is something that they're really, really good at, especially, you know, with Norman Powell, um, Fred Van Vliet, all those guys, Siakam. Um, they, have a, they have a good a good youth system, you could call it, and that can uh, develop players. So, yeah, that's what, that's what the Raptors are up to. That's definitely what they're up to. It's going to be a pretty good season coming up. Now, I mean, you pick one team from the East, and pick your team from the West that you think we're going to meet each other mm-hmm. in 2020 finals. All right, so I'm going from the East, 76ers, and from the West, the Lakers. So I'm saying the Lakers, 76ers finals, and I got Lakers winning in seven. I think it's going to go up full stretch. I'm going to say it's going to be Milwaukee versus the Lakers, Lakers. Okay, Bucks six. versus Lakers. I see that, yeah. Lakers in six. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think is going to be. Like, I don't think Golden State is ready yet. They're not. In Golden State, yeah. I mean, with their, with their injuries, you kind of have to just. I mean, they're not out of it, but they're not going to be able to contend. 
Uh, not this year alone. Next season, once Clay's fully healthy, yeah, yeah. throw him, throw him back right back into the number one spot. Yeah, that's, you got two of the best shooters in the world. Until the, the Lakers get somebody else. Exactly. Until until they get somebody else. Yeah. Because they're probably more than likely will get somebody else. All right. So we're gonna take a quick break, a quick intermission, then we're gonna come up. With Wrap It Up DD, which is a segment on the show where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you. But I'll be doing that with my special guest, Anish. So don't go anywhere. Please don't go anywhere. This is a swap experience with your boy, DD. All right. Welcome to Wrap It Up DD, where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you. Today, we're talking about free agency. And of course, the NBA draft, what happened, what transpired during this process. So Anish, let the people know some of the things that we laid down for them today. All right, so basically we know you just went over the big uh, big name free agents and then where they ended up. So obviously the first one, the big one that happened, AD to the Lakers, which followed by um, Kawhi and uh, Paul George being traded to uh, the Clippers. And then just last week, um, we had Westbrook um, teaming up with James Harden down in Houston. And then, you know, we will, um, your smaller uh, your smaller trades in the West, also including D'Lo going to Golden State. Um, and then your big guys in the East with KD and Kyrie going to the Nets. And Kemba Walker going to the Celtics. And Al Horford going to the 76ers. Um, and then the Heat getting Jimmy Butler uh, and maybe CP3, we don't know yet, but uh, <laughs> currently CP3 is a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder. But for how long, we don't know. So we're going to have to. Yeah. So I don't know how long he's going to be there, uh, but we'll have to see. I don't even think he's going to put yeah. on a jersey at this point. Exactly. He's probably just going to go to the Heat or the Bronx. Probably going to try to pull him over to his show. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened so far. I think we touched on a song by side going over to Portland. That yep. should be a good fit. And some of the minor ones for you guys who are not familiar, Mike Conley from the Grizzlies is over at Utah, so mm-hmm. he's playing with um, Donovan Mitchell. Yep. And that should be a good pairing together. We've got Marcus all re-signing. With the Raptors, yeah. With the Raptors. I believe Bach is still there as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of good things have transpired. It should be open this year. I think Milwaukee should try to get another all-star. Yeah. So they can be a, a threat. And some of the teams in the East to sleep on, or not to sleep on, sorry, is Detroit. Don't sleep on Detroit. Because I think they got Iguodala, or did Iguodala go to the I think Grizzlies? Oh, I just one of those, so I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, my head. yeah. Don't sleep on the Pistons because they have Blake Griff and they have Andre Drummond. And I believe they got Derrick Rose. And we'll see what he can do. Can do, yeah. You never know, you know, with D. Rose dropping 50 last season in that, in that game with the with the Wolves. Exactly. So. so don't sleep on the Pistons. Another team not to sleep on is the Nuggets, for mm-hmm. sure. Because they could come off a good season last year for the West. So don't sleep on those guys. Don't sleep on the Blazers. I think the Blazers are fed up. With yeah, the Portland. Yeah, Portland's kind of fed up with you know being slept on. So I think if it's gonna happen, it'll be uh, 
Era, I mean, it would have been last season, but uh, it'll be uh, it'll be in the next couple of seasons. So. so before we go, to give you your one take, who do you think is going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals, and who do you think is going to be in the West? Okay, Eastern Conference Finals, I'm going Bucks and um, 76ers, and I got 76ers coming out of that. And in the West, I have the Lakers and. Initially, I was thinking the Clippers, but now I think I'm going to go with the Rockets uh, since Westbrook came over. So, yeah, and then I have the Cli- uh, the Lakers, sorry, coming out of that. So, Lakers 76ers finals, Lakers in seven. Okay, so I would say for myself, I'm going to say the Bucks and 76ers as well. But I'm seeing the Bucks are going to come out. Mm-hmm. And then for the West side, I'm going to say Portland and the Lakers. Okay, okay. The Lakers are coming up. Because okay. I think Portland's going to snap this year. The only reason why is because we have to figure out the chemistry with the Rockets. Yeah. And we have to figure out the chemistry with GSW, and we still got to figure out the chemistry between Kawhi and I'm Paul George. George. Yeah. So I think they already have their chemistry. They're just adding one piece to it. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Other than that, Anish, thank you for coming on yep, the show. Yep, Of course. So plug your social media, plug, let the people know what you're up to, where they can find you. Oh, okay, okay. Um, actually, I don't even know my Twitter. Account, let me find <laughs> Just it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Instagram is uh, Anish.Pande. Um, hopefully, Darius will just throw that in the description. Okay. And then uh, Twitter is AnishPande5, all uh, all one one word, no spaces, anything like that. So. Yeah, Darius will throw that in the. Uh, uh, definitely throw that in. So just let the people know what what you're up to now. Yeah, you know, in school, um, I'm at Ryerson. I'm uh, in planning, uh, so I'm going to my second year. So um, that's starting up in uh, September. Other than that, um, you know, I'm just on that summer grind, working like everyone else. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, hopefully, um, you know, once the NBA starts up back again, we have that. Uh, Look forward to apart from textbooks and notepads and exactly. and uh, computer screens and keyboards, so it should be uh, should be entertaining. Yeah. Exactly. So thank you, Anish, once again. So you guys, make sure you go support my friend and come on to the show. Also, you can follow me underscore dd to swap kid on all social medias. That's TikTok. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. All those sort of things. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and whatever podcast platform you so choose to use. So it can be Apple Play Music. It could be Google Play Music. It can be Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever you choose, whatever you like to use. You can find me on there. To keep up to date with the show, make sure you leave a good review. Nothing but five stars because you know we only accept five stars on this show. So with that said, stay suave, man. And also, Anish, you have anything to say before you go? Uh, no, nah. I, I think we left it all. Uh, we left it all in the in the show. So, all right, guys. So stay suave and just chill. Just chill till the next episode.